0: Edward's dark heart. The hired gun died last summer. What could the man's uncle possibly want? Did he say anything? He said Red had a knife on him. It's a family heirloom of sorts, and he wants it back. The knife Red had was a dead ringer with its fancy blade. The memory of him flinging it with a flick of the wrist and splitting an old post had a sobering effect on Ed's poise. Where is Red's uncle now? He laughed. He said he'd be back later. Great. He had enough to handle without some old hillbilly bothering him. I'll deal with it tonight. He motioned for Curtis to go out the back door. You need to get back to the ranch without anyone seeing you. Most folks in town know you as Roy, and we don't need anyone spotting you. Sinclair returned to smoking his cigar and then ground the remains out. He was a man to whom violence was a tool. If need be, he would use it to silence this new threat. But he would wait a while longer. Patience was his one virtue. A knock on the door to the saloon announced the reason he was away from the ranch. Come in, Edward called. Weston entered the room with Barry on his heels. Both looked as if they'd bathed, shaved, and dug up clean clothes to wear. The Upton brothers, were right on time. Another thing Edward valued was punctuality. After supper, Clara led her guest out onto the veranda. The temperature was pleasant, and the sun splattered the western sky with bright red and pink. Faith sat beside Clara on the porch swing. The younger girl blushed when Wade asked her if she'd care to join him for a walk. After a moment's hesitation, she took the hand he offered. THE PAIR SET OUT FOR THE GARDEN, LEAVING CLARA ALONE WITH JAKE. WELL, MISS CLARA, THAT WAS A FINE MEAL. JAKE TOOK A SEAT ON THE TOP STEP, AND LEANED BACK AGAINST THE PORCH-RAIL. THANK YOU FOR HAVING US OVER. YOU'RE WELCOME. SHE LIKED THE EASE IN WHICH HE CROSSED HIS ARMS OVER HIS CHEST, AND LET HIS EYES HALF close. THEY WERE CERTAINLY COMFORTABLE WITH ONE ANOTHER. You mentioned earlier we needed to talk about something that happened in town. Yes, I wanted to wait until we were alone. He lowered his arms and straightened. I believe I saw Roy. Are you sure? Bewilderment washed over her. Did you speak with him? No, Jake turned to Clara with a rueful smile. It was from a distance, and by the way he kept in the shadows— "'I don't think he wanted anyone to see him. "'Do you believe Roy might be involved with the wrestlers?' "'Yes, it's crossed my mind. "'Why else would the man be carried away from his sickbed in the middle of the night? "'I think I'll ride into town tomorrow and talk with Sheriff Townsend about it. "'In the meantime, it might be best to keep our suspicions between us.' "'I'll wait to see what you find out,' Clara agreed. She trusted Jake to keep her informed. Just be careful. I will, Clara. There's no need to worry about me. After a sleepless night and a long morning working-out details for the cattle drive, Jake saddled his horse for a quick trip into town. Twice in this few of days was unusual, but he wanted to investigate his theory that Roy was connected with the wrestlers. Before leaving, he stopped by the main house. Clara was on the steps, giving instructions to one of the men. Jake had a hard time taking his eyes off of her. Her long, braided hair hung down her back with stray strands framing her face. Enthralled, he waited patiently beside his mount. "'Make sure you have one of the men help you load the wagon.' She dismissed the worker and turned to Jake. "'You look like you're ready to ride.' "'Yes, ma'am.' the twinkle in her eyes sparked a ball of warmth in his chest i'll be looking into what we discussed last night be careful she warned the look of sincerity in her eyes reinforced the zeal behind her words i don't want you to put yourself in danger jake bowed slightly i'll do my best miss clara believe me i will he mounted his horse and waved as he rode away from the ranch the weather was crisp clear and bright he enjoyed the fresh air in town he'd have a look around the alley behind the